Welcome to Retail Nightmares. I'm Jessica. This is my co-host, Alicia. Hey, guys. Did I say co-host? You did. I meant co-host. Okay, let's start again. (laughs) This is how fake this is. The magical world of... Magic behind the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Magic Behind the Magic. (laughs) No, this is Retail Nightmares. My co-host, Alicia... Hi, guys. ...is with us. Spooky. Thanks, Jessica. We we held a seance, and she's here. Mm-hmm. I sense her presence in the room. Our guest... She's right there. <laughs> that's our guest, Hassan Lee. Hi. Hi, Hassan. Welcome. Or am I going by my pseudonym so I don't get fired? <laughs> Manny Bellman. <laughs> so Manny. <laughs> For those of you who have looked at your iPod while you're listening to Retail Nightmares... The photo that we have on there is taken by Hassan. He's a great photographer. He Absolutely. captured us. I'm mostly blind, so I was just <laughs> doing a bit year. Shapes and shadows. Well, you found us perfectly. Yes. Also, your dog has been Papa of the Week before. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're my, all over My greatest this. accomplishment. <laughs> you can retire now. Thanks for being our guest. Thank you for inviting me. Have you ever been on a podcast before? No. It's no, going to be great. It's like the radio for cool people. I've listened to podcasts. What's your favorite podcast? Um, I like... Um, Retail Nightmares. Stop <laughs> podcasting yourself. I oh, guess. yeah. I listen we to do that too. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I listen to a bunch of boring ones. Oh, like, like what? This American Life. Does it make you cry? And, um, It's never made me cry. Oh. It's made me angry. Okay. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's made you yeah. want to fight for social change. Yeah. I like trying to learn things without actually trying t- to do anything. Just letting it wash Just, over yeah. you? Well, you some know, people like, learn that way yeah. by not doing anything. It's great because then you can go to a party and seem like you know a lot about things. Podcasts? Yeah. yeah. Just like, well, I heard someone said. On This American Life. <laughs> yeah. It's great for parties. I used to listen to This American Life religiously when I had a boring desk job where I could just listen to podcasts all the time. It was great. But then I just got burnt out on it. That happens. I like it a lot. Sometimes I like the storytelling and there's been some really interesting ones, but I often cry and it immobilizes me for further action. Like I like to listen to podcasts and do stuff. Mm hmm. And yes. I'm like, uh, uh, why is everything so unfair? Why couldn't that man import his worms to cure his asthma or oh, whatever? The hookworms? That was fascinating. Yeah, yes. that was um, a good episode. Yeah. I guess now that I think about it, I only listen to podcasts when I'm doing chores. Yeah. yeah or even working. Like dishes. if I'm working a graveyard shift, I'll put a podcast on in one ear. I work at a hotel and guests will sometimes, like on a, on a graveyard shift, I don't actually interact with guests as much, but... I'll be listening to a podcast and the guests will come talk to me and I'll just not (laughs) pay attention to them because it's way more interesting in one ear. Hassan used to uh, prank phone call me from his job when I was at my job Mm -hmm. and he's always telling me about ways that he can just secretly not do work while he's at work and it's really inspiring. (laughs) Actually, when I was 19, I had uh, one of my first jobs was a, a graveyard houseman at the Empress Hotel in Victoria. Beautiful hotel. Alicia was just there. Probably very haunted. Yes. Well, there's supposed to be a headless lady. We can get to that in a bit. So when you were working at the (laughs) (laughs) I would get there and all the managers would leave and they'd give me a list of things to do in eight hours, but it only took two hours to do this list. So I would get there, you know, eat something, make some coffee and kind of hang out for a bit until the managers left. And then I would hide in a closet and sleep for six hours. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then get up and quickly do my work. That's great. Yeah. So don't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're currently still working in hospitality? I am, yes. And you are a bellhop? Bellboy. Bellboy? Bellman. Bellman. I wasn't actually, sure what actually, the politically yeah. accurate term was. That's um, my new take on politically correct. I kind of correct people when they say bellboy. I'm a bellman. Well, I say it really quietly to myself. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no. 
I'm a grown-up boy. <laughs> yes. Although there was one time where a lady with like lots of jewelry and stuff, she just kept calling me boy. Oh, which Jesus is Christ. like you know, it's, it sounds even worse without the bell. Yeah. So. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> That's really. I've got nothing. Yeah. No, it was it was fine. She was crazy. Yeah, I guess. And she I also can... wanted us to change the drapes because she didn't like the drapes because they didn't match her in the hotel. <laughs> I've just changed my carpet, and these drapes simply won't do. Yikes. Uh, how long have you been working your job? I guess eight years on and off. Hey, same as me. Yes. Congrats. I leave and then I hope I never have to come back and then I come back. Yeah, that's always the worst. You have your tail between your legs and yeah. you're just like, hey, guys. And they're like, we were expecting you. <laughs> they have your old jacket in a special case. But yes. you're you're also a musician. You're not I just am. a bellman. Yes. But if you were, also that would great. be fine. Yeah. Yes. But you're in a band called Cult Babies. Yes. Whoa. Which is great. Jay yes. is currently your drummer. Yes. He was the drummer, and now he is again. He is again. He, his job is like your job. He keeps going back to your band. Yes. Yeah. He's your bellboy. I keep his drumsticks in the case. <laughs> We've been expecting you. <laughs> Uh, this is actually the third night in a row that Hassan has spent at my apartment. <laughs> yeah, it made this convenient. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for coming back. <laughs> he was over here recording a song. Yes. And I helped you a little bit on that. Yes, you sang. I sang and you, I helped you. dropped you, some lyrics. I helped you write it, yeah. <laughs> which is unusual for me. Yeah. Uh, it's about former guest of the podcast. Oh, yes, it is. Loren. Oh, really? Yeah. Cult Babies wrote a song about how cool Loren is. She's so cool and so enthusiastic. The last yes. time she was at my show, she's, you guys sat in the front row. And she honestly was jubilant, just jubilant, to be there and so in love with life that it startled me <laughs> constantly throughout the show. It shook you to your core. It shook me to my core because I am not like that. And I really, really, really like being around her. Yes. It's, it's infectious. It really is. Just having her around, being at a show or at a party or being on tour with her, it's like she always keeps things great. So do you want to start with a retail nightmare, like a, a nightmare story? You can tell as many as you like. Uh, um, you never have to mention the current place of work. Okay. That's a kind of a rule that we have because we don't want anyone to lose their job. They'll just edit it out every time I mention my job and my boss. We absolutely can. <laughs> yes. Um, and you're going to change my voice yep. and my face. Something high Yeah. <laughs> We're going to change... But not your last name or your first your name. Your gender. <laughs> We're going to change... Change it back. Different eye and color. And also a bunch of earrings that you hadn't planned. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any earrings currently? Uh, I have two ear holes, which... Mm -hmm. No. Like the ear holes that the sound goes into? Uh, I guess I have four ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. Really? My, Good point, guys. Yeah, from my high school punk days now. Oh, punk <laughs> earrings. Like a little anarchy symbol. And then the other earring would yeah. be like I just, kept my just pencils a finger. And clips and, Whoa, yeah. that's even more punk. I had Led Zeppelin earrings when I was in high school. Two Whoa. dangly Led Zeppelin earrings. Oh, nice. They I had, were really tacky. I had Spice Girls ones. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I still have them. I feel like I should bring back the uh, 21 Jump Street dangly cross yeah thing. well yuck you and degrassi has that so we had a consultant come to work for something and he had a dangly crucifix earring and it i have a thing for for earrings not a positive thing and the whole time <laughs> i don't remember anything really that he said because i was like well how did this happen <laughs> how did you get that earring in that ear <laughs> i also have i have a lot of questions about his earrings <laughs> is there going to be a question period not about social media marketing. <laughs> is he just totally normal? But he yeah, kind of. That is what upsets me, me, is that when there's someone that's totally, like, kind of straight... And then they have a face tattoo. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, then they have just, like, one earring. Just one small, sort that's of nondescript, like, diamond earring or a small gold hoop. I think a lot of people get it as a midlife crisis type thing. A yeah. lot of guys will get it when they turn 50 or something like Harrison Ford has that little earring. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's the perfect example. Yes. That throws me. 
It's all, yeah, and then you see it in movies where his character is not the type of person who would have an earring, but he doesn't take it out. No, he's but you can see the little hole on his earlobe. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm, oh, I'm looking. Where's your it. giant TV? In this <laughs> I just enhance and enhance constantly on his earlobes. Yeah. There's websites for it. It's a fetish oh. thing. <laughs> Another thing that throws me is when someone's wearing totally average, maybe purchased from a big brand box store, perhaps a Costco outfit, and then a pair of really expensive cowboy boots. That oh, also yeah. throws me for a loop. How can you tell when cowboy boots are expensive? I don't know. I'm assuming, A, that most are, uh, but they seem like very elaborate and very new. Diamond encrusted. Yeah. They're two cobra heads at the tip of each. Oh, have you seen that? Yeah, that really border border security one. I have a pair of white cowboy boots that oh. I bought while on tour, just because I didn't have the right sort of footwear, and it was pouring rain, and I just needed something. Like you need the boot. The cowboy boots were waterproof, so and they were at a used clothing store, and they I think they were twenty dollars or less. What made them waterproof? They were just really solid wood and leather. Okay, They're those very- are waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> I wore them through puddles and they didn't... They're okay. They're pretty good. And I also wore them... We were in Halifax at the time and I wore them all the way down to Texas. Were they then- just gum boots with like a cowboy boot <laughs> shell? No, they're like white cowboy boots. I'm and the I felt- sheriff! <laughs> and then you shouted that the whole time. I felt really sheepish about wearing them in the South and in Texas because I was like, I'm sorry, Isn't I'm that appropriated. The one place where you... Can but also, like, I probably don't, you know, have what it takes to wear the right <laughs> To be shoes. a redneck. Yeah. Like you're not stringing up a calf or something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make the boots myself. <laughs> yeah. No one in Texas does that anymore, do they? I don't know. We were driving through Texas. It's huge, right? It's huge. I like, it's like parts the size of it. Of all of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you could definitely fit all the cities of Canada. Canada into I don't know what I'm saying there's no way (laughs) Um, but we were driving on this little two-lane highway and there was a ranch that had zebras running wild in and I was I screamed and all the people in the van were like what what's happening I was like I just saw zebras by the side of the road behind a fence and are you sure they weren't just horses behind white fences painted (laughs) and painted horses no I just really hope that those zebras were okay and that they weren't being hunted by some exotic billionaire like the guy from Roadhouse you must have seen Roadhouse I've seen Roadhouse like Ben Gazzara in Roadhouse how he has every single animal you've ever heard of on his wall that movie is one of the weirdest movies i've ever seen i love it <laughs> yeah well you're not alone i lived that movie <laughs> <laughs> wait who were you um, i actually worked on a door at the or on the door at the commodore not as a bouncer but like as a door person and yeah. then whenever there was like a thing that was happening we would call the muscle in Oh, Patrick Swayze? <laughs> More like Patrick Swayze's master, two master blasters sort of thing. Like, <laughs> Patrick Swayze had like a little person on top of him. Be like, don't kick that guy's ass. <laughs> no, that's such a complex image. I'm having yeah. a tough time. Do you want me to draw it? Okay. Yeah. So, Hassan, yes. tell us a story about things going sideways. Tell us a story, Hassan. A story, a nightmare. A nightmare story. Well... Do you want a big nightmare or do you, you want like a recurring like. nightmare? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah. We want both. Those both okay. sound promising. Well, I guess a reoccurring nightmare is... I'm not sure if you're familiar with Granville Street. Yeah, of course. I avoid um, it after certain yes, hours on certain it. days. So it's full of... I don't know if we need to explain it to the listeners, but it's just a street that they've condensed all the punchy drinking sort of yep. clubby clubby kind of people to one street. It's kind of the entertainment know? district. If your entertainment is uh, bros, yes. uh, M- MA, yes. having far too much to drink, and falling down and exposing your genitals to most of Gran- Granville Street. Male and picking and Seen both. Seen yes. both. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a highly hostile area. It's people who want to fucking fight. Yeah, they want to fucking fight. So um, those people, a lot of them don't live in Vancouver. They live outside of Vancouver, but they come in for the night and stay in hotels so that they can drink and party all night. That must be so expensive. And they stay in my hotel, which I work at on Fridays and Saturdays. And a lot of these people, like, they don't understand the concept of their actions affecting other people. (laughs) So (laughs) they'll have like 30 people in a room partying 
super uh, loud at four in the morning when they get back from the bar. And most weekends on a graveyard shift, we have to deal with these guests. And like, you know, if a guest complains, like there's a couple from Cincinnati sleeping next door and they have to get up and go on a cruise, they call down because there's 30 people sort of partying in the room next door. They kind of get one warning, they get a call. They're like, you know, you're being kind of loud. How many people are in your room? I've had that warning. <laughs> I've had that warning. <laughs> yeah, we've had that warning, like, together. <laughs> I've never had that warning. Oh. <laughs> so you do the warning call. Do the warning call and say you're disturbing people. And then we basically give them, like, three chances. And then after that, we kick three them out. Three at four in That's the morning? That's a lot of chances. Well, by the third one, we're usually, like, you know, all your friends have to leave. And, like, if all their friends don't leave, we kick them out. Imagine, like, confronting a room full of Granville people, Mm -hmm. you know, every weekend. That's, like, a reoccurring nightmare where it's like, oh, you need to go up and (gasps) talk to a group of punchy people that are drinking. And whenever you go up there, they just constantly deny whatever is happening. You'll go up there and there'll be, like, music blasting. And they'll open the door expecting you to be, like, their friend or something. And they see you, they're like... Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> and then you're like, uh, you guys' music is too loud? And you're like, what music? <laughs> and then you're like, uh, you can't smoke weed in the room. They're like, we're not smoking weed in here, bro. <laughs> and then blow a plume of smoke in your face. <laughs> like it's coming out of their eyes and their ears. <laughs> wow. So that's like a reoccurring thing that sucks. That's that really rough. sucks. Yeah. I love hotel rooms, and I am the type of person who never leaves anything on the floor and I make sure that all my towels are picked up and there's nothing, there's not a lot of work. And I've recently learned how to tip properly for hotel people, (laughs) which is really great. $5 per night on the nightstand, but it is such a treat. And I've had those nights where like somebody's doing something weird next door and Mm. I'm exhausted. And you always feel bad for them because they're just like, a lot of times they're like older people, you know, and more me. And they don't get out much. Like sometimes Same. you. Yeah. Wait a second. They really like hot dogs. Mm. Like you can tell when people haven't left home much because they come and they'll tip you with like a crispy unfolded one dollar Canadian bill <laughs> from like nineteen forty five. Lovely. Did they come through? Taking it out of the glass container. <laughs> The dome. <laughs> and that's a, an, another weird thing about my job is like the whole tipping thing. Yeah. Which I like, I, I, I never like expect to tip or anything. I don't get mad when like people don't tip. Everyone has different ways of tipping. Yes. Because it's like, it's a different way of tipping than any other sort of profession. Like, because mm-hmm. people just literally hand you money and yeah. then you put it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> like if in, you know, in a restaurant, you like put it on the table or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, I always hide it under my plate so they only find it the last minute and I think I didn't tip. (laughs) I would never do that. (laughs) In fact, sometimes I make sure that they know exactly where the tip is. (laughs) I'm like, I loved it. It's my tail. (laughs) Make like a tip fort. Yeah. Uh, Do people ever fold it up into their hand and then try and shake your hand? Yes, people are funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to do from now on. I've tried to make a bit of a show of it. Like I'm going to put it in my hand and then make them shake it out of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Make them give me a hand massage. Oh no, I was going to make a terrible joke. But then I realized it was going to be so creepy. But at first I was like, how funny would it be to put it in one of my pockets? I'd be like, guess which pocket? (laughs) And then you go find it. And I was like, that's really creepy. Because I didn't at all think of it in a gross way. No, it's fine. Um, how should we tip if we're tipping a bell man? Well, if they're really short, you kind of just hold it up in the air <laughs> yeah, and, go and let them jump for it. <laughs> we like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just it's it's not. Is like, there like a rule, like a dollar a bag? There's no rule. It's just like whatever. I'm sure for sure. I'm sure for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've had a whole kombucha. Um, oh. I'm sure for sure that somebody online will answer our question for us if you won't answer this question. I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i just don't know sometimes and the last time i was at a hotel the bell man kept my bag for me all day so I, I could check out but leave my stuff there work all day long come back and get my bag and i don't know how to tip him for that so i gave him five dollars great you did it yeah. <laughs> but i worried i'm like is that enough how much is that worth that was worth a lot more than five dollars to me but that's what i happened to have on me I think the the worst thing you could do is pretend that you're going to tip, like look through your wallet as the door closes. Oh, <laughs> that's evil! Wait, back back up a bit. So they pretend they're going to tip. Yeah, you? they're kind of like just 
And I, I literally only wait one second after right. I do my thing. But if you have to like ask them if they need anything and stuff, and like yeah. sometimes people, as you're doing that, like will avoid eye contact and oh. like be kind of They're sifting just their or money. even like sifting through change in <laughs> Sorry, their hand. Sorry, I only have hundos. No, I'm not even so. Like some people will just wait, like wait you out. Oh, that's <laughs> just, gross. Uh, what's the biggest tip you've ever received? The biggest tip. I can actually think of like nobody's ever like given me a thousand dollars like asked me to yeah, marry them or something. <laughs> But they're still holding on to the $1,000 while they wait for your marriage (laughs) acceptance. Will you marry me? Here's $1,000. I'm actually more happy when people tip me in booze. Oh. Oh, That's great. That is nice. That would be nice. Customers give me tips sometimes. You're saying that. And it's it's always very unexpected because there's no tip jar or anything set out on the counter. Some of my coworkers used to put a tip jar out just during their shifts. Like their own tip jar. Yeah, their very own tip jar, which I thought was pretty sneaky. There are some very generous people who will just come in and pay for something and then give me $25. And I'm like, are you for real? (laughs) That's more than I made in the past few hours. (laughs) That's really nice. Yeah, they they are lovely people and they are... They are retail dreams. Yeah, yes. there's lots of retail dreams out there. I've had so many nice customers over the years. It's one of the really nice parts about working in retail is you get to know people, and sometimes they go to the place that you work for years, and they're always a pleasure to see. And- I smell a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> retail dreams. Well, we just only tell the best we stories. We can have one episode a year like that. Yeah, where I tell all the stories about the older gay couples who buy me pink sparkling wine. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I work right next to a liquor store, and sometimes... Yeah. We'll have a good conversation and then they'll leave and then they'll come right back and they'll be like, it's a little something for you. And I'll be like, I love you so much. <laughs> that is so nice. That is look, so look, nice. Look. Yeah. And then they're always like, did you save it for a special occasion? I'm like, no, I drank it that night. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a retail nightmare, Jess? Oh, I sure do. I'm going to tell the one that I was too scared to tell last week, mm-hmm. which I had completely forgotten about i had repressed it and you know on facebook when those things will come up that are like five years ago today this happened oh yeah the time hop thing yeah i don't know how that happened memory lane well it came up this thing that happened that was so awful that i put on facebook which i don't usually do anymore because it's just so frequent (laughs) and it would just be too much of a downer which is why we have the podcast now uh but a man came in and this was when i was i used to work night shifts It's a whole different crew of people because you get a lot of people who are drunk Mm -hmm. and like drunkenly renting movies. Oh yeah. Tons. There's uh, there's a, how late are you open? 11. Oh, okay. So Uh, people just get shit faced at 10. Oh yeah. There's a bar and a liquor store on the same block. Yeah. And there's another bar down the street. And uh, so this man came in and he was a regular and I'd never had any problems with him before. And he rented, some movies and I gave him his change back and then he said by the way do you know where I could buy some sapphires <laughs> and I was so confused I was like uh, is that like a slang for crystal meth or that's what yeah I thought at first that was just code for some drug that I wasn't cool enough to know about so I was very perplexed and I said probably the jewelry store <laughs> I don't know And he responded with, oh, well, I just assumed maybe one of your uncles could sell me some. And I was like, my uncles? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you know my uncles? That's really weird. And I was so confused. I put it on Facebook immediately because I was like, what the hell? (laughs) And then I was talking with my friend. And then I realized that he was sort of trying to be... to be like anti-Semitic and assuming that I was Jewish and really? was... <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> well, there's a stereotype of Jewish people like yeah. in New York City. I'm pretty sure this guy was just trying to be anti-Semitic. I guess but... if you're going to be racist, don't be so esoteric. Yeah, it? it was really... <laughs> to the point. Are you a Jew? <laughs> How can I hate you? I mean, I'm not Jewish. I am fascinated with Jewish culture I really am into Yiddish. I have two books on Yiddish. Really? <laughs> I have a Yiddish to English dictionary. But I'm not Jewish, and a lot of people you think I am. convert to Judaism. <laughs> I, I wouldn't convert to anything because I really like not being part of any organized Yeah, I religion. like standing in judgment over other people's <laughs> religions. 
But if I had to be anything, I'm, maybe I'd be Jewish. I'd be a born-again Christian because you can do nothing wrong, apparently. <laughs> I guess I would be a Scientologist, just so I could segue. Oh, yeah. into the fact that Alicia watched I watched a movie. Going Clear. I watched Going Clear. I give it five stars. Great it's a great movie. You guys have seen it as well. Yep. Yeah. I was appalled. And Tom Cruise. Wow. Well, the creepiest part was the... Uh, the footage of their, their ceremonies? Meetups? What it, like, their, it looked like Amway or something. It was, really it, it was like a oh, yeah, an Academy <laughs> Awards for yeah, I guess so. for Scientology. Yes, and that David Miscavige? Mis- Miscavige? His, yeah, his last name is kind of tough to pronounce. Sorry, David. If you're listening to this, <laughs> Sorry, uh, Davey. <laughs> please turn yourself into somebody. You're crazy <laughs> as fuck. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was great, and I uh, highly recommend it. I'm going to watch it again this weekend because... I feel like I missed a lot, and I'm sort of always been interested in Scientology from that perspective. I've always seen it as a cult and pretty destructive, and in, enjoyed it in that way that I felt right about something, which is my favorite feeling. <laughs> it's totally feeling vindicated. Like, yeah, that feeling of smugness. Yes. I've often said that my favorite feeling is the feeling of, of feeling smug. Huh. It's well, a good he, feeling. Yeah, and it doesn't happen a lot. I'm oh, I'm like I can really get in it. Like all the feelings out there, it has to be the richest experience for me. <laughs> you should just move to Texas, and then you can oh just feel yeah, I probably get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Texas, I didn't mean that. There are good parts in Texas. You just really have to look for them. Our van on tour broke down in Texas. Oh yeah, uh, one time, and so we rented a car from Texas to finish our tour, and it was kind of insane how like on the road. People treated us really nicely when we had Canadian plates. Like I was driving down a wrong, wrong like the wrong way <laughs> down a street in Brooklyn, and like a police officer pulled up and was just like, "Uh, like they're just like, what are you doing?" But they weren't like dicks about it. And then as soon as we got Texas plates, yeah, because we rented in Texas, people were just like yelling at us. Whoa. We pulled into LAX to pick up a friend from the airport, and like people were literally just yelling. Get the fuck out of here, Texas. Whoa. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, my God. But to be fair, you rented a Hummer, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to. <laughs> That's all they have there. <laughs> it had Cecil the Lion on the front of it. Oh. Guys, oh. it's too not soon. too soon. It's right, the right time. It is. Um, I have a quick retail nightmare. Yeah. Um, a woman came into the yoga store. Her dog peed on the floor. <gasps> she didn't clean it up. I had to clean it up. Oh. Did she know that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes i was just like she's just like oh sorry about that really yes that's insane yeah the fact that she said sorry is worse than if she she could have just pretended that she didn't notice sorry about that did she watch sorry. you clean it up yes she watched me clean no. it up yeah <laughs> she kept looking but you know that's a pretty humbling thing to uh get down and clean up uh somebody's toy dog's urine mm-hmm. off the floor of the store that you manage yeah. I don't yeah. want to get into toilet stuff. Oh, oh. we made it so far. Okay. <laughs> Our listeners have an expectation. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> toilet talk is a regular feature. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I told you I used to work at the Commodore, which is a music venue. So before I worked on the door, I was a bar back, which is like the person that helps. It's like you know, uh, stock the bar and stuff for the bartenders. Oh, okay, I was confusing. I'm a bareback. Uh, one of our jobs is to like <laughs> when there's a mess in the toilet or <gasps> wherever, oh, we yeah. have to go mop it up, which is really kind of degrading. Crazy, yeah. But I cannot tell you how many times we've gotten a call of like an overflowing toilet, and it's somebody that pooped their pants. Oh no! And then and fl- tried to flush their. Underwear the down the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I was just picturing like a whole pair like, you of think jeans that happens, sticking you know, out of there. Like how many? Like how many times could you think that would happen? I would not have thought that would happen. It happens so much at a fancy bar where it costs like forty dollars to see a show. It's probably coke. Yeah, it's probably some drug that I haven't tried. Yeah, but that- it blows your anus out the back <laughs> of your shorts. <laughs> Why would anyone want to do a drug that does that? It makes you feel really confident. For like, yes. confident enough to be like, I don't even need a toilet. I don't even need this underpants. <laughs> <laughs> they are my favorite ones. Watch this. I can just flush them and I don't even care. And then yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? We are poorly equipped as a species to deal with anything like that. I've, that has never happened to me personally, and that would be mortifying. But I don't f- know that that would be my route that I went down. 
I would know right away that that would block the toilet. Yeah, and it would draw attention to it. Well, yeah, nobody really notices anything because honestly, I don't don't think it's like drugs. It's just people get so shit faced there. Yeah, and I think nobody would notice because I don't know everyone else is shit faced. Yeah, I don't know. I've been very it's, drunk there. Yes. I don't know if I've been very drunk there. My friend is in Sloan, and every Whoa. time Sloan comes to town, they put us on the guest list. And I'm like, gonna go see Sloan again, better have a bunch of drinks. (laughs) (laughs) And the last time I saw Sloan at the Commodore, in between sets, they played one of Jay's songs, like, over the PAs, and I was so flustered. I was like... You had to have a bunch of shots. I was buying a drink at the time, (laughs) and I was already... Didn't eat another drink when I was buying one, and I just gave the bartender the hugest tip because I was like, I, "This is my band. This is my boyfriend." I was like so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when in Rome, I can't imagine you not wearing the white cowboy boots now. <laughs> I'm gonna take them on tour next time I go. How tall are you again? Five feet. Right. So that would be adorable. This is my song. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> Big tip. Like, Who said and that? then clicks away in these cute little boots. <laughs> Yes, got. <laughs> I'm a powerhouse. <laughs> I'm Roadhouse. Should we do? I am Roadhouse. Yeah, you are Roadhouse. I'm <laughs> Patrick do... Swayze's hair in Roadhouse. You are Patrick Swayze's hair in Roadhouse. I'm R.I.P. sorry, you weren't finished your thought about Roadhouse, but it's I okay. tried so many times. It's never ending. My thought about Roadhouse is <laughs> constant. Did you see that they're remaking it? <sighs> what is wrong with oh, the I world? Heard about that today. It's not a good movie. They could remake it. It might be better. But it's so special. It's yeah. not great, but it's so special. All the elements of it, like all the actors who are in it, <laughs> and the the musician, the blind musician. What's oh, his name? Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy. Yeah, he's an amazing musician. Like you can't get anyone to play the musician who's going to be better than Jeff Healy. Maybe The Rock could play Jeff Healy. <laughs> <laughs> who would be the Jeff Healy of our time that they would like? I think The Rock put is. In there? Energy Slime. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Energy Slime. Contact us. We're available. Because he's also Canadian. Oh, yeah. And he's in Degrassi. Wait, is Jeff Healy Canadian? I feel like he was. I think I thought all singers were Canadian (laughs) because of... uh, You had a strict Canadian content. Video hits. Gowan was also big at the time. Jeff Healy was big. Some characters in Degrassi lose their virginity to Moonlight Desires. What? I screamed when it happened. And I was like, why is Alicia not here? (laughs) Oh, I think I remember. I'm not going to say who because Hassan's watching Degrassi right now and I don't want to spoil it. But Is it junior high that that happens? No, they wait because true love waits, guys. Yeah. Should we do Papa of the Week? Yeah. Papa of the Week. Papa of the Week. Doobie doobie doodah. Do a bark solo. <laughs> Did you want to go first? Ah, uh, poopoo of the week. It can um, be, it doesn't specifically have to be a dog. I know Puppo seems like it should be a dog, but it can really be anything. I guess there's a dog that, like there's people that live in a building on the property of the hotel. Like the one of the towers is all residential. Oh. And uh, there's one dog that comes out for walks at like five in the morning every morning. And it's like, what are those little white fluffy? Bichon Frise? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of sad because it it does this, (laughs) that thing, which I I guess is like a collapsed trachea. Maybe he has a bark. He's Um, been debarked. No, no. It's like, I talked to the uh, owner. It's like a thing with those dogs. Like their tracheas just collapse. So some of them just have really messed up respiratory systems because of how they've been bred. Like the little toy, like pugs have terrible sinuses, but it just, it's really tiny and it goes and it's got little orange socks (gasps) (laughs) and it's just the funniest thing to see. He must look like a creamsicle. He looks like some sort of alien, like a superhero dog. (laughs) Do you remember his name? I don't know. Good story. Let's call it musical. (laughs) (laughs) In his language, it's... (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Do you think he has the socks because he's allergic to grass? I kind of feel like the owners don't want it messing up their shag carpet or something. I don't know. That's just my theory. It is a fancy... Like not to bring city dirt inside the apartment? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. When you have a dog, they drag everything in. 
It'll just make your immune system better, probably. I don't know. I was raised with pets. My immune system's terrible. Did you like your pets? No, like we never like. We definitely were discouraged from that. <laughs> Alicia, like stop licking by, the pets. Licked by dogs very much or cats. Mm. So I think it's just like being licked by a diaper. <laughs> I on I have not. <laughs> okay, I about like that. as soon as I say this now, I'm going to get sick. But I haven't had a cold in over three years. Yeah, not even a day of feeling like oh my throat hurts or anything like that. Which is weird because I used to be really prone to getting sick, but also. I let dogs lick my face. I've seen it. I don't like actively search for dogs <laughs> to lick my face, but if they're going to, I mean, I draw the line of them licking my mouth, Yeah, but they always go straight for that. Yeah. Cause that's where most of the smells come from. Probably that they're interested in. Like, did you have something to eat? Always. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always just ate something. Do you have a puppo of the week? Me? Yeah. You normally are kind of shy on puppos. <laughs> I am so puppo rich right now. It's, it's nuts. <laughs> like I met, I met a really great cat over the weekend and the squirrels have been just acting so cute lately. Yeah, they got stuff to do. And some really great dogs have been coming into work. But <sighs> for the first time, my puppo of the week is not an animal. Well, it is. It's a human. Ooh. It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, wow. Excellent choice. The Immortal. <laughs> yeah, well, it was his birthday last week. How old is he? 51. Yeah, he's great. Years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's eternal. He's the same age as Nicolas Cage, which blows my mind because he looks so much better than Nicolas Cage. Yes, of course. I think that Nicolas Cage is probably severely mentally ill, though. Wasn't he t- obsessed with becoming Elvis? Uh, he was obsessed with Superman. Superman. I don't know about Elvis, but he like owned a couple castles at one point. He That's- married a girl who was not legal drinking age in the States oh. when they were married and they had a kid and he named the kid Kal-El, which is Superman's father. Mm. But let's not talk about Nicolas Cage. Keanu. Yeah, let's focus on the good stuff. My friend Abby has decided that she's going to marry Keanu Reeves. So I'm all for that. And so we've just been watching a lot of Keanu Reeves movies. I'm furious because I came up with a plan after watching John Wick about how Keanu Reeves and I are going to get married. Okay, well, maybe you and Abby could share. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Abby. Uh, we had a Keanu-a-thon. He's really just the best. Everyone talks about how he's a terrible actor. No way. All the movies that he made when he was young, he's the best actor because Mm -hmm. he plays like a dumb stoner so well. Yeah. So if anyone hasn't seen the movie River's Edge, you got to watch it. It's the best. Was Speed where he kind of jumped to action hero? I guess. I thought that movie was great. Me too. Both of those movies have Dennis Hopper. It's kind of the poor man's diehard. I know how you feel about Die Hard, but I think I like Speed better. Oh, really? Sorry. I'm leaving now. Are we still friends? I definitely like Speed better. It's the greatest. It's got Alan Ruck in it. It has a bus in it. Yeah. Yeah, I like buses. I can relate to that. Anyway, Keanu, I think you're great. Keep up the good work. My pup of the week Mm -hmm. is my friend Jessie. She is a 12-year-old dog who's a mix of a husky, a Rottweiler, and a Sharpay. She has Muppet eyes. She has, uh, because of her in- interesting markings, like her face is black and white and cream, but she has those kind of caramel colored eyebrows over a black face. And then these crazy googly eyes that are so concerned <laughs> all the time, they move almost like a puppet. <laughs> and she has so much extra fur because of the Sharpay that you can like take big bits of it and pull it away from her body and she doesn't notice. She's just like, mm, like it feels good. And she's so sweet and patient. Uh, she lives with my friends, Mika and Todd, who are also puppos, uh, <laughs> and they're beautiful children. So this is an all-dog house? All no, house. those are humans, but they're really, really special. And <laughs> we went to the park with Jesse, and there's this other puppo there um, called Pepper. And she was a purebred bulldog, but she was a runt. So she was like the size of a very big turkey and oh the same gosh. color. Oh and she's so and cute, texture. and she was carrying this big log. There was a stick, but to her it was a stick, but really it was bordering on a log. <laughs> and uh, her, I didn't know her well enough to get the stick away from her at first, so I would just get the stick with my foot and hold it down. And she'd go... <laughs> <laughs> and then come at me and then run away, and I'd throw the log, and then she'd catch it, sort of. And she was really cute until she attacked Jessie. Oh, no. hmm. uh, apparently she just has a little bit something wrong with her brain. 
And uh, but like because, verbally attacked? Or? No, she like bit her. <laughs> oh, but because yeah. of Jesse's awesome Sharpay skin, she wasn't hurt. Yeah. That's like a superpower. And she's such a sweet dog. Like, she's a good, she's grouchy, but she never bites other dogs. She's just kind of a growly. If they, she's older, right? That's the best. But we like- all afterwards were like pepper socks. Pepper socks. And Jessie's the best. She's love- such a calm, beautiful dog. I love when dogs get to that age where just like if any other dog is acting up around them, they'll just be like, I'm too old for this shit. Leave yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. It was really nice. I forget how nice it is to have a dog in your home. And she was so soft and so sweet. Once, the last time I was visiting, we were in, I was in the kitchen making food. And uh, I just called out to my friend Mika, can she have steak? As I handed her a piece of steak. <laughs> and she's like, no. And Jessie was eating the steak. And she looked at me like, oh. And then about 20 minutes later, she, uh, she went outside on the front yard, which is not where she usually goes to the bathroom, and had hose-like diarrhea from oh. a piece of steak. It was also comical, though, because I, I felt very, very bad because I'd done that to the dog. And uh, the dog with her googly Muppet eyes looked at me through the window of the living room like, sorry. <laughs> like, we did this together. Yeah. She's like, what else can I trick you into feeding anything? I regret nothing. Yeah. That's how I feel with Hassan's dog, Milu. Because oh, I'm always like, he so can eat nice. this, right? And Hassan's like, hey, Jessica, don't give him that again. <laughs> Do I say that? Oh, there was one time. Yeah. The grapes. What did you say? Oh, dogs are not allowed grapes. I didn't know that. I yeah. gave him... I gave him they but love grapes. It's like, it needs grape. to be like a bucket full of grapes. Of course, or I think it's the same for for chocolate so it's fine. too. Yeah. What no, else are yeah, dogs allergic like to that I like? I just found out onions, about the grape. They can't have like onions, sapphires. They're not supposed <laughs> to have pork. Oh, pork. Yeah, and I'm not sure why. There's definitely less onions. I think onions are on there. Apparently, avocado is really toxic. To cats, I don't know if it's dogs as well. Just Google it. We're not experts. Yeah, please don't uh, go. Like I, like we've said many times, don't take our advice. Yeah, it's terrible. What's your second giant retail nightmare? Yeah, I'm excited. I guess okay. So I'm trying to. I, I got to say this in a way so I don't get fired or killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we've had one of those before. But uh, no. <laughs> in the restaurant at our hotel. There was a gang style assassination. Okay. Oh. And I mean, that's bad, but it's not really the nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't actually working that day, so. Thank God. Yeah. That's well, I don't know. Praise. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Praise I feel Papo. like I, I would be the most <laughs> equipped to deal with that situation just because I've seen Die Hard like 50 times. It's your favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really, really good movie. So the next day, the managers, in their wisdom, because everyone kind of knew something crazy was happening because there was, like, bullet holes in the windows and, like, things They weren't just those decals like... of bullet holes <laughs> <laughs> that people put on their SUVs? So the managers decided that the best thing to do was to go to each room of the guests that were staying that night and hand them a cheese plate. <gasps> that is the best! <laughs> and they chose me to do that. Okay, that's perfect. So this is a 700-room hotel. So I started handing out cheese plates sometime in the evening. And then, you know, it got pretty late. And then I I realized as I'm like knocking on these people's doors, if they know that something terrible like that happened the night before, they might also think that they shouldn't open the door to a stranger. Mm -hmm. Maybe the people are coming back to clean up the mess. Yeah, with cheese. Some people would just open the door and be like, this is for the murder, right? Whoa. (laughs) uh, like, not especially. <laughs> I'm wondering, how fancy is this cheese plate? Yeah, is this murder fancy? <laughs> yeah. Was there chev? Or is it just it like the cheese sticks cheese. and like a hazelnut spread dip? Craft singles? Craft singles, yes. <laughs> cheese strings. We had to actually like separate the cheese strings. <laughs> Into 700 pieces. <laughs> you arranged them in really fancy, yes. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the murder. If they didn't answer the door, you made them a grilled cheese and slid it yeah. under. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, murder is like the that's the worst case scenario. I thought you were gonna say murder is the worst thing. <laughs> worst case scenario. I'm really against murder. It's Just the worst. <laughs> murder is the worst. So bad. Oh, it's the worst. Um, <laughs> you guys ready for some self help questions? You I need some more wine. Break? Alicia's self-help corner, sending your questions, don't 
just a disclaimer, I talk like a baby <laughs> and also don't take my advice. So this is from Daniel Z from Twitter. He's a personal friend. And his question is, I've lived in the same city my whole life. If I have to move, what should I prepare for, theoretically speaking? Well, uh, it depends what city you're moving to, Daniel. If you're suggesting that you might be moving to the States, big surprise, I know where your boyfriend lives. <laughs> and I think as a person who has not always lived in the same city my whole life, I would prepare to maybe be a little bit lonesome in the beginning. It's tough to get to know people and that can take a little bit of time, but you're a really social person. So I hope that if you do move to a city that, that you are able to make uh, lots of nice friends because you're such a nice person. Um, I would also find out where all of the places are where you can buy really yummy snacks in case you get sad, <laughs> uh, where the best neighborhood is for the things that you like to do. And also buy appropriate clothing for that city because you don't want to get to a city like I did when I moved to Vancouver with a bunch of beautiful leather shoes right before the torrential rainstorms of the winter. So yeah, if you're moving to, let's say, California or LA, I guess get more Speedos and shorter shorts and bigger aviator sunglasses. <laughs> Anything else? Have you lived in a, a city that... Uh, yes, I have. Hassan's also got big travel plans. I do. I guess it would help if we knew what city, because then we could be like... I think he's know. suggesting LA. LA. Okay. Get a dangly crucifix earring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would look good. That tells people to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. like, don't even try, because you're unattainable. <laughs> yeah. Because you're so fucking cool. Yeah, really fucking yeah. cool. Some sort of duster. <laughs> In LA. <laughs> Yeah, go to the pop shop if you like pop. That's yeah. the only thing I know about LA. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on pop. It's an entire superstore where they just sell like specialty cola and pop. Oh, how big is it? It's amazing. Like a grocery store size. That's crazy. It's great. And it's this one adorable little guy who runs the place. And you can go in there and be like, this is what I'm into. And he'll recommend you 10 different sodas like that you've never heard I like spicy ginger, ginger pops. Then there's definitely a lot of stuff for you there. I'm going to sneeze now. And go. <laughs> Any other advice for Daniel? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're looking for when you move. Like some people move away to explore a new place. Some people like want a little more of a serene place. I don't know. But I guess if you're going to LA, you're not really looking to hide away. Probably bleach your teeth. Bleach your teeth. Bleach yeah. your anus. Don't bleach, bleach your anus. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's a thing that people do. I know, but like... Is that bad for you? Nobody cares. Should I not have done that? Son, <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks great on you. Okay. It does look great on you. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. It just seems so ridiculous. Like, doing that to your poor little butthole. It's, uh... I remember when I first found out about it. Because it was in the news because uh, Laura Flynn Boyle was talking about how she did it. She was dating Jack Nicholson in the time. And I remember... What? I do not but his want that probably already that. so terrible. And everyone was like, why do you care about your butt for him? That's what everyone was saying. And I, I remember I was in high school and we just became obsessed with anal bleaching. We thought it was the funniest thing ever. We would like make up little coupons for anal bleaching and like hand them out in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great when you give people like Christmas coupons. Throw one in a handmade one. For, I will treat you to anal bleaching if you promise to go through it. What with happens it. when people try to cash them in? Oh, you just run away, I guess. Yeah, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pe people are obsessed with their a-holes. A Anos. Anos. All right. Uh, well, the leading into our next question, um, this was written in from a listener. Hi, Alicia. I started seeing a dude who seems pretty great, but of course, there's a but otherwise. I wouldn't be writing you. It's a big butt. <laughs> <laughs> big yeah. bleach butt. He told me that an ex-girlfriend from years ago is prosecuting him for rape and his trial date is set for the end of next month. Ooh. That's a heavy one. What a doozy. That's a it's heavy not for butt. me to say whether it happened or not, and I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt. My issue is more that we both recognize he's not in a position emotionally to get deeply involved with someone. And I've told him I don't know if I can be with someone who can't give me their full attention because that's not really healthy. Also, I worry he doesn't like to talk about poo as much as me. <laughs> should I break it off? That's the major issue there. And then she wrote, I should break it off, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely, like, we don't know. 
there is a very small percentage of rape that is reported that is not true. It's a very small percentage. Mm-hmm. Very small. Very small. So that right away is... Like, this is a first date scenario? I, mean, I guess so, yeah. I like, those it- major things about I think you. they went on a couple of dates from this message. Okay. Yeah, it is really good to disclose major things about you. I guess that's a thing that will consume your life. 100%, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I can't think of many other better reasons for maybe not (laughs) diving into something. I may be going to jail. I think that definitely don't date him. He may or may not have done it. And as you pointed out, that the bigger issue is he's not available to be in a relationship. And that's something uh, that once you identify that... You got to take care of yourself there. And also, if you like to talk about poo and you want a boy to talk about poo with you, that's going to take some time to find a boy that will talk about poo with you. I love to talk about poo, but only with girls. And I never talk about poo in front of my boyfriends because I don't know why. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. You got to try it. No way. Do boyfriends not like talking about poo? I just don't. Like I have a general rule, like no tooting and no poop talk. How do you... Stop. Oh, I thought you were going to say no pooping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, usually when I first meet somebody and stay overnight, I can't go to the bathroom at their house forever, like maybe a year. You just go outside. Yeah, I just go outside or I use the kitty litter. Be like, oh, your cat, like, must have eaten a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet they have, they're allergic to gluten. <laughs> I think anyone who doesn't think that talking about poo is funny is like, if you think talking about poo is funny and you're not with someone who agrees, then. You're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably, I think that that's the icing on the cake of the retail name request. The brown icing on the cake. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more question. Uh, so thank you for writing in and yeah, skip it. All right. So the last question also from Twitter, you guys can tweet at me. I'll send out a message, very short notice and ask you if you have any questions. This is from Adam Schaefer. And his question is, I can never figure out tips for counter service. So like at a coffee shop or... Like how much to tip? Yeah. What do you guys think? For counter service. I usually tip about 10%. That's specifically like coffee shop sort of yeah. deals? Well, actually coffee shops, I tip about 75%. <laughs> I often tip, I tip like a dollar on much. like a tea or... If, if someone... If I like a waitress, yeah, I will give them or if i like the place and i'm like this place is great i want it to be open forever i'll give them like way too much money like the amount of the coffee well i don't really i don't drink coffee so i don't like go and just get little things i'll usually but i went out for drinks on saturday and i got two drinks only and then i gave the waitress a tip that was like way more than 20 percent, and she kept being like are you sure like are you sure you don't need change this is a classic jessica move and i was like yeah like have a good night. <laughs> like, stop asking me. I'm feeling awkward. But so what do you guys great. think? Because the question's counter service. I feel like for a coffee, I, I mean, I've heard friends that worked at a coffee shop complain, like, when people tip a dime or something. Okay. But for me, like, personally, when I'm getting coffee, sometimes I don't tip, but also sometimes I tip a lot because I'm too tired and lazy to put the change in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so I just dump it in the cup. Honestly, any money, any tip, it's like free money. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, into it. Yeah, there's times also where I don't have change, but like I go to the same coffee shop when I have coffee. It's down the street from my house. I really like it, and I often over tip. And so if I didn't have a tip, like one out of ten times, I try not to worry about it. But I have this very like I have a worrying mind, and it bothers me. Like Dairy Queen, for example, <laughs> you can't give a tip. But you and want to? I do want to because, uh, hey, Dairy Queen is delicious. <laughs> You're so I cute. <laughs> love it. And don't read the ingredient list as I did last last podcast mm. when we were talking about it. I don't like it when places like a Subway or a Dairy Queen where you know that the employee is most likely making very close to minimum wage, if not minimum wage, and you can't tip them. Mm-hmm. That's get weird for me. Yeah. So I do like coffee shops. I like having that option to tip. Um, and I think it's an opportunity for us to kind of bridge that gap. So I'd say, I'd say like what you're comfortable with. And if you can afford it. And if you can afford it, it's not, it's not expected in a lot of places. So Adam, I think it's up to you what you feel comfortable with. It may be a good idea to ask somebody who works in counter service because the three of us don't. I think like with stuff like that, you just have to play it by ear and 
make the right choice. And, and it depends what your comfort level is and what the situation is. I would definitely classify myself as a person that maybe over tips and oh, over, over worries about yeah. people. And also a person who's frustrated that at these shitty like corporate places, you can't give somebody who's not making a lot of money a tip because it could make the difference in their day. At bars, I usually tip like a dollar per shot. Yeah, that's I think st- like it's between a dollar and two dollars per drink at bars. Yeah, and it's between fifteen and twenty percent at restaurants. And I think everything else is a little bit more fluid. And there yeah. may be some city standards. Like I know you can look up cities and say like, hey, what's the norm? Yeah, there's the probably city? an app for this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we should create like an app for it. But it's just every time that Pearson does the calculations, just the picture <laughs> of us like making dumb faces <laughs> <laughs> or a fart sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you should tip much. Yeah, this much toots. <laughs> and this many just run away. <laughs> yeah, so that's a self help corner, guys. Thanks so much for your help. You had great advice, and thanks for writing in, everybody. Yeah, and thank you for everyone who has sent us fan mail. Yeah. Oh, fan mail. Yeah, that's very flattering. And thank you for everyone who sent us pictures of puppos. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get those up on Facebook soon or yeah. somewhere. Um, if you are comfortable with us putting your puppos up, we will gladly do so. Also, thank you for everyone who sent in retail nightmares. Yes. Some of them are uh, not so funny, so we're not going <laughs> to share all of them. Some of them are a little bit scary, so I'm trying to figure out if I can punch them up. <laughs> I mean, n- nightmares in general are scary, so... Thank you for sending them in. Yeah, we want you to be the hero of the story. Like, (laughs) you know, like, we're looking for kind of a specific scenario. Don't tell us about something terrible you did at work. Yeah. (laughs) How bad are these retail manners? There's a sliding scale. But thank you for everyone who's said nice things about us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Twitter. I say really mean things to myself, so this is helping balance Yeah, it's really, it's like, oh, this is the voice of reason. I'm not such a loser. Thanks for everyone who wrote nice things about us on iTunes yeah. and rated us. You're all lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us online anywhere, <laughs> all of our uh, social media links are on RetailNightmares.com. If you want to follow Alicia on Instagram or if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's all on there. Hassan, do you have anything to plug? We are going on tour with my band Cult Babies in October, October 20th, we leave. And we're still trying to set up a sort of going away show. But we do have a show on October 3rd at the Hindenburg. It's part of PsychFest. Where's the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg is on Cordova and... Gastown. <laughs> yeah, Cordova and Gastown. You heard it here first. It yes. looks like the bronze from Buffy, if anyone yes. is there's familiar. There's a weird S&M room in the back. Yeah, there's a really? sex dungeon. Yeah, they have fetish nights there. The Sin City fetish nights. It's not weird. It's great. But yeah, well, I mean, as long as you're playing by all the rules of yes. the dungeon. Also, there's an amazing sandwich place across the street what's it called high five whoa i have a coupon for a free pickle there so i'm gonna go see your show and then get a sandwich and a pickle it's great that's wonderful they have a sandwich called the chetty vetter (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty good uh jessica anything oh yeah um also on october 20th same day you go on tour i'm going to halifax Mm. i'm Playing Halifax Pop Explosion yes. with Jay as Energy Slime. So I know that's a long way away. I just want to give everyone time to book their what plane the tickets. Uh, we're playing on the Saturday. I think it's the 24th, October okay. 24th. So I'm going to be in a different time zone. That's so exciting. Yeah. You're going to uh, be great. I love Halifax. It's great. It's the best bands. What else is I going to plug? Just the career of Keanu Reeves. He's great. I think in, probably in real life he's a nice guy and he seems to have like a depth of character and I like the, like him as well, but your friend who's obsessed with him uh, gets him in the fantasy marriage. <laughs> Should you plug his new movie? Is that happening? Is there a new movie? Well, if you haven't seen John Wick, I give it three opposable thumbs up. I hated it. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Um, I have a show coming up on October 1st. Yay! Uh, I am going to be performing at the Fox Theater for Charlie Demers's book launch. He's written a new book. If you haven't written, uh, haven't read any of Charlie's books, you should. 
The Prescription Arrows is beautifully written, and I'm looking forward to his new thing, and I'll be performing at the launch. And then uh, my that's it. I will be that's all I've really got on the go for now. Everyone listen to Cult Babies if you like psychedelic music. Yes. I do. They're great. You can hear us on the deep web. And what, okay, what's the name of your new album that's coming out? Uh, it's called Off to See the Lizard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's your other tape called? So just self-titled? Just self-titled, yes. Yeah. I like your band. Don't listen to that one. <laughs> no, it's good. Great work, everyone. Thank you for being our guest. Thanks, Thank Asan. It was really me. nice meeting you again. Thanks for the great picture. Thank yeah. You. You're welcome. And, uh, for being such a wonderful guest. Thank you Great stories. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you're all our puppos. Puppos of the week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>